Asia Pacific currents. News and labour issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest、uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at nine o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Link. Good morning, good morning, everyone. On this、um, lovely Saturday morning here in Melbourne, well, it's a bit drizzly, but there you go, folks. It, it is spring and it's good. My name is Pierre Morrow, and I'll be taking the program today of Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you every week by Australia Asia Worker Links on your favourite community radio station, 3CR Radio, and I'm by myself、uh, today, as Giselle's decided to,、um, I don't know, sleep in or. Just take a holiday, but that's that's what happens with、uh, with young ones, you know. To us all, that just have to keep the program going. But she'll be back next week, and on、um, on today's、uh, program, we'll do the usual roundup. Uh, of um, news, labour news, and events around the、um, around the, the 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 region as usual, and then we'll have a、um, interview in the second half of our program. And、um, we do have a slightly different format today because、um, we have、uh, Yongnam Kim. Good morning, Yongnam. Good morning, and he's actually come in、uh, in person.、Um, I could say I've flown him directly from South Korea, but he has been here a while, and、um, you'll be able to hear him、uh, later on talking about、uh, what all the events that are happening in South Korea. And I will actually just mention a few in the news roundup. So、um, you'll be hearing from Yongnam、um, about. Um, all the all the events that are happening around trade unions and the huge mobilisations that are happening there in about twelve、um, minutes. But、um, we'll go straight to the first、um, news item. Oh, and of course, I forgot to say that、um, if you want to get in touch with Australia Asia Worker Links,、uh, you can go to our website,、uh, all the w dot a a w l dot org dot au, or you can go to our Facebook site as well, and we're on Twitter as well. But we'll go to the first、um, item, where、um, the destruction and killings continue in Syria. The last few weeks of bombardment of the northern city of Aleppo has not only caused mass civilian casualty, but has seen an increasing number of health facilities deliberately destroyed. These actions by the Syrian government have taken a devastating toll on workers and their families. The recent ceasefires, brokered, brokered by the main imperialist powers, have had very little effect as they did not address the injustices that have、um, that led to the original uprising in Syria, which was over five years ago, and the massacres that have followed since. Syrian writers, artists, and journalists have come together to oppose the present imperialist interventions, while a number of international activists have also put out a document called calling. Uh, for food aid, not bombs. Protests against the war, the Syrian government, and the various imperialist countries are being held today, on Saturday, October first, on a global day of rage against the destruction of Aleppo. I'm not too sure if、um, there is、um, a, a demonstration here in Melbourne, but you can go to the Facebook、um, side of AWL and you can follow that link right now. It's up on our on our Facebook page. 
We then stay still in West Asia, where um, this week, in the the week of the death of the excellent Israeli leader, and the funeral of Shimon Peres, who is uh, was hailed as a man of peace. Um, which is a bit of a double speak. The reality is that life for most Palestinians is still one of occupation and repression. A recent report has detailed that since September 2000, so in 16 years, Israel, Israeli authorities have arrested over 100,000 Palestinians in this period. Many of those arrested have never been charged but are still arrested via the law of administrative detention. Some Palestinians, like Akram al-Fasisi, have been arrested and detained under this law many times. For many of the Palestinians languishing in Israeli jails, hunger strikes are the only alternative left to fight for their dignity and justice, and many of them are occurring right now. Hi, this is Liz Stringer, and you're listening to the Mighty 3CR on 855 AM and digital radio, 3cr.org.au. We now go to um, to South Korea, which I just um, I just uh, mentioned just before, and um, unfortunately this week, uh, Bak Nam Ki, the South Korean farmer. Um, who was injured in a demonstration last year in November, died in hospital from uh, the injuries he suffered when he was hit by a water cannon. Um, uh, this action was part of a series of working-class mobilizations that have seen many South Korean uh, union leaders jailed. Now, of course, this week there's been massive um, strikes, um, very much spearheaded by the Korean Public Transport Union, and um, we'll actually be talking with uh, Yongnam um, much more in the second half of this uh, of this program about um, these strikes and these effects. And again, if you want to go to the Facebook site of AWL, you'll see some uh, incredible photos of these um, of these strikes and these um, protests. But we go just um, slightly south, we go to the Philippines, where unfortunately um, Filipino workers are now facing rampaging death squads. And we've brought to you uh, this issue um, quite a number of times in the last um, three months, um, really. And just this week, President Duterte has actually said he wants to kill anywhere up to three million people. It, it's um, The situation is horrific. But the um, but really, the murderous wave of repression the President Duterte has unleashed in the Philippines is estimated to be killing over 40 people a day. Death squads, whether official or unofficial, are acting with total impunity and creating a reign of terror in working-class communities throughout the country. Following on from the recent killing of labour activist Carlando, an increasing number of labour activists are being targeted from journalists to farm workers. This climate of terror has also resulted in tens of thousands of people being imprisoned in in inhumane conditions in overflowing detention centres. And really, um, the struggle now is about no to the war of drugs, no to extrajudicial impunity and stop the killings in the Philippines. Hey, this is Nick from Pinar. You're listening to 3CR. Please support community radio and your local music scene. Subscribe now. Give money back to the people that give music to you. And 
But of course, that uh, situation in the Philippines is um, horrific. Um, it's just on eight past nine o'clock here on uh, Asia Pacific Currents on 3CR Radio. I don't think I said to hello to all the people who um, listen to this program on podcast around the world. And um, we do sometimes get feedback from uh, you people, so feel free to um, drop us a, a line. Always good to hear from people. But um, we stay in, in the Philippines where there's been a number of uh, uh, ongoing union-busting attempts um, against um, unions and workers in the Philippines. Now, the Philippines, as many other countries, use export processing zones to create highly profitable areas for companies to operate in where union organising is suppressed. Currently, there is an ongoing dispute with the NT Philippines, a large electronic firm that is refusing to recognise a union and is actually trying to isolate its leaders. Meanwhile, at the Taifini factory, also in the Cavita export processing zone, documents have come out that um, outline how the management of the company um, was um, was trying, was basically outlining the strategy of the company's anti-union activities. So they've really been found out. In another ongoing protest, close to 100 workers were terminated by the CNF company in another union-busting manoeuvre, and these have formed a permanent picket line to continue their struggle. And again, um, you can find more of these uh, information about these news items when they go up on our um, website, which will be um, tomorrow night. We now go to Australia. We've got two more um, items here to go with our uh, updates, but the last two are in Australia. This year is the 50th anniversary of the establishment of the huge US military communications base of Pine Gap in central Australia. This base is only one of many USA military installations on Australian soil, which integrate Australia's military into the US global military network. Anti-war activists from all around the world have, um, com- well, are in um, in uh, in the town of Alice Springs right now for anti-militarism conference. There's also been um, and will be, as it's continuing, a series of events and actions against military sites um, during this um, conference. And again, if you go and, and search for um, Pine Gap uh, protest and uh, close Pine Gap you'll find the information where you can um, see what activities are happening. And the conference in Alice Spring is is organised by um, uh, EPAN, I-P-A-N. The last item for the news roundup, uh, again, staying in Australia, is about refugees, where unfortunately we try to bring um, good stories sometime, but the situation for refugees in Australia can only be described as bleak. Now, while um, the Prime Minister of Australia recently went to Europe and to the United Nations to state how well the government uh, was helping refugees. The real situation for thousands of refugees in Australia is still uh, very bleak. In the two Pacific Island concentration camps, uh, refugees are trying to stand up to Australia's um, repression. In Nauru, the protest camp is now approaching 200 days, while in Manus, the refugees are resisting um, moves by the Australian government to force them back to their home countries, i.e. where they were actually fleeing from repression. Within Australia, also, 
um, which is often forgotten, there are almost 30,000 refugees stuck in the bureaucratic nightmare of a so-called bridging visa. Now, if you have one of these bridging visa, your study and work rights are severely restricted. Um, you can't sponsor any family members to Australia. And if you actually um, travel internationally, you go out of Australia, you're not allowed back, back in. So these people are now stuck for years in this limbo. A major refugee uh, forum will be held in Melbourne uh, this coming Monday. And um, I'll repeat the the this later on but just to give you the um the announcement the so it's um monday this monday coming 3rd of october at half past six at the multicultural hub at 506 elizabeth street melbourne it's um organized by refugee action collective uh, of victoria and it's a um, debate um with uh, robert robert mann who's a um, professor of politics and a and a writer about the refugee policy of australia and also very much the way forward, how to do it. But again, I'll. Uh, so it's this coming Monday at the Multicultural Hub, um, five oh six Elizabeth Street at um, half past six um, in the city. Rise of the Morning Star presents Rockin' for West Papua, a worldwide music, arts and cultural festival of events raising awareness of the genocide and human rights abuses on the Indigenous people of West Papua. On Sunday the 9th of October at the Bendigo Hotel in Collingwood, Rockin' for West Papua begins at 4pm. It's $15 entry or $10 for unwaged. Featuring Liquor Snatch, Indigo Rising, Mystic Trio, Lap Cat, Long Holiday, Native Rain, New Age, Elf Transporter, MC Izzy and West Papuan traditional food and dancing. We stand for the arts, we stand for First Nations people, and we stand for West Papua. Rise of the Morning Star is a 3CR support. Hello, this is Archie Roach, and you're listening to Good Music on 855 AM on 3CR. And that sounds like um, a great um, little event to go, that um, uh, rocking for West Papua, and so uh, certainly get to it if if you if you can. And um, of course, just to um, remind people, although we've just had a station ID, that you're listening to your favourite community radio station, 3CR, and this is Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links every um, Saturday at nine o'clock, and it's just um, on quarter past nine o'clock. If um, if all the um, the clocks around here. Uh, coordinate, but um, as I said uh, at the start of the of the um, of the program, um, in South Korea there's been uh, massive um, trade union mobilisations over the last um, year, really, and, and this week has seen another major major demonstrations. Actually, there was more than one, and we're very very lucky that we have a um, a trade union. A unionist and a long-time activist from South Korea visiting Melbourne. His name is um, Nam Kim. Good morning, Nam. How are you? I, I'm good, fine. That's, um, that's great. You might have to speak up a little bit. Oh. Yeah, um, and and unfortunately, uh, Nam has also got a bit of a sore throat as well. <laughs> so, um, but we'll be nice to you, but we'll get um, now for our listeners, um, Nam, Can you tell us when you first joined a union in South Korea? Uh, I think 
20 years ago, I probably, uh, the first I used to work as JCMK. Have you heard of JCMK? No. Uh, joined the committee uh, migrant workers of Koreans as a secretary for the one and a half years, uh, and then I entered I entered the printing factory in uh, the workplace uh, in nineteen ninety eight. Yes, probably. So and then uh, at that time, so I. Uh, the some of the unionists and I the, made the, the union, the new unions uh, to uh, organize. Uh, and, you know, uh, at that time, the Korean economy is almost affairs. The so Korean government announced uh, uh, the uh, moratorium to the IMF. So the many uh, the employers uh, the cut the, uh, our wages and the many the workers were dismissed uh, the unfairly. And so, so with uh, we need we needed to organize the new, the unions. And so I entered the, the um, I entered the, the, the flinting factories. Uh, as work, working class, so actually, I t- at the time, so it, it was too hard to work because uh, so I I had to work the, for, for twelve hours a day, and even the night times, and then we had uh, the break times only three minutes, and then most of the workers the cut the ways, so that we um, uh, we needed the the union, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so, and then, so with uh, deep, so uh, also with uh, went the strike at 120 days. Mm-hmm. In, That's a long strike. Uh, yes, and in the 2000, yes. The uh, actually so the uh, the unions uh, uh, they couldn't keep the more uh, longer because uh, Korean uh, the small business usually. Uh, work business workers usually uh, uh, the, the pay rise uh, to move to another the factory. Uh, so the actually the many uh, the most union my union uh, members that uh, the withdraws the my uh, the trade unions. So with uh, my unions the fell down. So mm-hmm. After uh, the factories, I. Uh, I studied uh, for yeah. the for the uh, yeah. for the to enter the the, U- uh, the public company. So I entered the uh, railway uh, companies in the two thousand four. So yeah. you went from uh, the printing sector, where eventually a company collapsed, to yeah. the railways union. Yeah, and um, you were involved in um, in a couple of strikes in the railways union. You kept up your um, good uh, union activity, and we covered the the big railway strike here on this program in December two thousand and thirteen. Mm-hmm. You were involved in that one. Can you tell us what happened on the strike, and then what happened to you? Yes, uh, in uh, two thousand thirteen, uh, my union so uh, carried out a uh, less strikes against the privatization of the railway. So for 23 days at that time, so I was the executive member. And, and before the strike, so actually I prepared to uh, the organize the, the, the strike for 
almost two years. Mm -hmm. Because if the most unionists uh, didn't know uh, about the privatization of railways, I actually I thought uh, rebuild the, the uh, Korean government the secret uh, the policy. Yeah. So I to, prepared to privatize all yes, the railways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the strike is was the longest strike in my uh, union's the, the history. Yeah, and it was unfortunately very heavily repressed by the government. Yeah, and what happened to you? Uh, actually, uh, actually, I was uh, unfairly dismissed uh, uh, by the management uh, because uh, the proposed the 2013 strikes, uh, the we. Also went on strike the, uh, in the 2009 uh, for seven days. Uh, so at that time, I I was also the the executive members. So uh, Korean government and uh, management uh, that dismissed me uh, in the retaliation for the the both of a two strike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So unfortunately, as our listeners would know, um, you know, trade good trade unionist being dismissed is something that happens <laughs> often. So how many others were dismissed? Uh, so now uh, my union uh, there has uh, one hundred dismissed workers. It's actually uh, my unions went to strike. Uh, uh, until now, the six times uh, since uh, 2000. So, uh, 2003, 2006, 2009, 2030. And we'll get to, to the now. So, yeah. in other words, the, the government tried to, well, they tried to destroy the union by dismissing 100 trade unionists. Mm. So, so listeners, just think about a, a trade union losing 100 of its um, main members and organisers because mm-hmm. it will come back to what's happening yeah. now. Now, of course, looking at South Korea, um, even towards the end of last year, and I mentioned about in November and December, mm-hmm. there were major demonstrations. Yeah. What were the major issues that were facing Korean workers now? Well, 2000. 40? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 40. Well, last year, which is 2000. Yes. 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 So, um, so there were the big the protests in the Seoul cities uh, and the KSTU, the Korean Confederation of Trade Union, and some of the NZ, uh, organizations such as a farmer organization and, uh, yeah, and NGOs took the place in the rally against the Korean uh, government of the unfairly the policy the, such as uh, easy firing uh, labor law and and yes many so the we uh, we took a place uh, in the a big rally mm-hmm. the, the, but uh, we actually so we the, uh, the peacefully did during the uh, the protest the and then the we want we want the two, uh, the march, the two, uh, the blue house, the president, the office. Uh, absolutely, Korea, the police, the black, the, the marches, and and then so actually, so uh, the with uh, the the, the phys- there were physically the, the conflict the, the between the police and the protest. So the police used uh, the, the water cannon. Directly and strongly, so one farmer uh, was hit by the water cannons and he uh, fell down and he 
this century, he was died. Yeah. Yes, so we, he died this week, unfortunately. Yeah. And yeah. Um, as someone who's been to South Korea and been yeah. to demonstrations, yeah. I, I can uh, certainly know what you mean by how many police and military gets um, yeah. um, put out on the streets against demonstrations. Yeah. Um, look, we could be talking about lots of, uh, of, of things, but um, also there was a, a couple more questions Um from those demonstrations, a number of trade unions leaders are in jail now. Mm-hmm. Um, what if, what effect? What do South Korean workers think about their leaders being put in jail? Uh, actually, uh, the most union members uh, was shocked because Kasty, uh, uh, the president of uh, the Sangyun Han, was sentenced by. Uh, Sundays, five years. Uh, we we didn't expect it. Um, every, uh, almost labor, so, and uh, so many Koreans are upset and angry. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we can certainly. Uh, that's right, and um, <coughs> we certainly um, um, give our solidarity to our comrades in jail. Now, of course, uh, your union this week has um, gone out on strike, an indefinite strike, as I've 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 read. Can you tell us, and they started on Tuesday, so it's like five days. Tell us um, what are the issues and how is it going? Uh, yes, my unions also uh, the, uh, have been the, uh, have, have gone on strike uh, this month, uh, 27. Uh, the issue is uh, uh, the performance-related pay. Korea government uh, is seeking uh, the uh, the public public sectors uh, the uh, the performance related pays almost uh, public sector workers yeah mm-hmm. so it's it's an a, a attempt to put performance based uh, pay so that workers are forced to work much harder yeah and so how many workers went out on strike. Uh, so totally, uh, uh, so my, including my unions and the, uh, the subway unions and uh, the hospital workers and uh, uh, the pension, the workers the joined almost uh, 60,000 workers that went to go on a strike yet now so far. Yeah. And how is the strike going? In, like, has it been uh, very well supported? Has there been much repression from the government? Uh, are they are people still on strike? Um, is uh, actually is uh, the, uh, the whenever the my trade unions went on a strike, so uh, the Korea government and the management always declared the, the strike is to be illegal. That's absolutely yeah. So now, uh, my union, the members, the 100 members, the what, the, uh, the subject to uh, the removal the, from the, opis- uh, the position. Mm. And then the, my uh, union leader uh, was uh, the shooter, uh, was uh, subjected, uh, was uh, charged the uh, obstruction business. So have, have your union leaders been charged already yeah, this yeah. this week? This week, yeah. Right. So, um, but the strike is still going on. Yes, of, of course. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so we might be seeing more union leaders in jail. Uh, probably yes. Yeah. This is terrible, Youngnam. 
oh, it's, it's a ter terrible thing. I think uh, now Korean president is a uh, uh, recipe for disaster. Yeah, he absolutely the, the, uh, the worst the, uh, the president in the Korean the history. Uh, maybe it's, uh, we uh, will be uh, will be the dismissed the many the, the unionists maybe yeah. All right, uh, Young Nam, we could uh, keep on talking. This is um, very very interesting, but I've just looked at time. It's twenty nine uh, past uh, nine o'clock, and okay. we do have to finish. So, look, our our hearts go out to you and to your comrades, and our solidarity. Mm -hmm. So, um, when you do go back to South Korea uh, later this month, yeah. tell them that you've got a lot of um, comrades here mm -hmm. in Melbourne in Australia that uh, think about you, and we we are fully supporting mm -hmm. of your actions. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. No worries. All right. That was uh, Yong Nam Kim, who um, is a well a dismissed union member from the Korean uh, Railways Workers, who's come to Australia on solidarity visits, uh, basically giving us a rundown of um, his activities, but also of the the current hard struggles that are happening in South Korea right now, this this week. So it's important for um, unionists here in Australia to really go um, and support them. So uh, you can go to our website, our Facebook page, and find more information but really we really at the end of the time i've actually gone slightly over time uh, my name is pierre morrow you've been listening to uh, asia pacific currents uh, brought you every week by australia asia worker links here on 3cr radio that's all that i've got uh, for you today we'll be back next week uh, at the same time at nine o'clock but stay tuned to 3cr radio and the next program which is asia calling you've been listening to a 3cr podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.